So, have you repented yet? I really think that's basically the whole gospel reading that we had this today is pretty much all about repentance, all about ultimately us repenting before God, because as we hear at the very beginning uh, from John the, John the Baptist is repent. The kingdom of heaven is here. That is a major focus, obviously, of this whole gospel reading. I think we can think of it in this way. Is I'm sure most of us have done something that we had to apologize or say sorry. And I think there's, quite honestly, many different ways of saying sorry. Some are the ones you truly, truly mean it, where you have to apologize. Hey, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Generally, that's with someone you actually like, uh, that you care about. But then there's the other sorrows that's kind of just like maybe you bumped into someone, you know, oh, sorry, and then keep on going. It's kind of like, if you will, just kind of not really sorry because you're just not sorry. And various things like that, that it's these type of sorrows that I think is a good example because in the end, we truly need to be contrite, especially with this gospel today about repentance about repenting before God, before man, going to confession, that we need to truly, truly be sorry. Because in the end, that is what God is asking us to. He's asking us to be sorry for our sins, to say, I am sorry, and truly, truly mean it. Because I'm sure there's been times, especially if you've ever been to confession and you kind of didn't take any time to kind of prepare yourself, and then you're just kind of thinking on your top of your head. In my mind, at least, you might not be as sorry as you would have taken maybe five, ten minutes before walking in or before you got in the line to actually think about your sins, to take some time to truly think. Because I think the difference there is if we just kind of just go in and just do it and not really care about it, if you will, are we truly sorry and wanting to change that? Because that's, I think, really what the crux of the matter is, is the whole fact that in confession, when we go and receive God's love and mercy, He wants us to, A, be sorry truly sorry and contrite, but at the same time, start to make that change. Do not just do the same sin over and over, confess the same sin over and over, which we all probably do. We all have that habitual sins that we do every single day, if not every single hour, that we do over and over. But I'm not expecting you to change it tomorrow. That would be great if all your habitual sins just disappear tomorrow. Wouldn't that be awesome? But the reality is that's not the case. The reality is, is us making that change. Actually being truly from the depths of our soul sorry for them. And asking God for forgiveness, which he will give in two seconds, no questions asked. But he wants us to truly, truly be contrite. To truly ask for forgiveness to truly go to confession this Advent season and say, God, I am sorry for my sins with all my heart. And I truly, truly say that I will try to do better to sin no more. To make that change is what he's asking. Because at the latter part of the gospel, when John was talking about the Pharisees and Sadducees and all them, 
brood of vipers, I think he used, in fire and unquenchable fire that I, and I know God doesn't, want you to be part of that. And I think truly with the Sadducees and Pharisees, they just honestly didn't care too much about following God, but just doing what they want, doing what they like, doing what feels good, which if you haven't noticed by already, sin is very much that. It's all about what makes us feel good. That is not what God is calling us to do. But that doesn't mean he's leaving us abandoned. That doesn't mean he's going to just push us off to the side. Oh, no, you sin too many times. Bye. No, not at all. That he truly wants us to truly be with him so much that he will let you confess the same sins over and over and over again. And again, no questions asked. Still the same mercy, still the same forgiveness, still the same grace that he will give. Because he doesn't want you to be in that fire. He doesn't want you to be part of hell. He wants you to truly be with him forever. Because in the end, he loves you so much. And I think that's also what we can't understand at all, is how much that love that God has for each human being, for each person in our lives. There's no way I can explain it, because it's kind of impossible. But he truly, truly loves everybody. But he's not going to say, hey, you need to go to confession. He's not going to say, hey, you have too many sins, go. No. It's up to us to truly go before him, to ask for forgiveness, to be sorry, to go to confession. And the other part of that confession, as I said, is to try to make that difference. Because in the end, that is, and I think, how you can have a truly contrite heart within confession, is trying to make that change. Of course, not perfectly, I don't expect you to, but it's slowly but surely reducing your sins in your life. And I think an example of that is quite honestly with the habitual sins, probably the sins that you used to do maybe 5, 10, 15 years ago, or maybe even last year, the same sins over, you might not do anymore. That you have moved on from those to other sins, but still, you moved on. And that's the key, is that it is something doable. Yes, it is hard, especially with habitual sins. It's one of those things that takes a lot of work. As we look at it, some of us probably don't even realize we are doing that sin, but we still do it. That's work number one. Our job number one is to pay attention to our sins, to see when we are doing that particular sin that we always do. And once we have that, then the fun really begins and we have to change that. And we have to then take that sin once we see it, once we happen and actually say no. Because that's the key how to get away from that habitual sin is basically those two steps. First, to pay attention, and second, to say no to it. And actually to do it, actually, is a good one as well. Because in the end, that is how we start to move away from the sin. And I think something to help along with that is penance. I think a lot of us tend to think penance is only what we do during Lent. Yeah, I guess that can be for most people. But I think that's truly how we can make our will to say no to things. Because if we bring in these penances, especially the different things like saying, hey, we give up chocolate, we give up coffee, or no meat on Friday. If we say no to those small little things that honestly aren't that big of a deal one way or another, 
we're more likely to be able to say no to the bigger things. And it's not like you have to give up desserts for the rest of your life. No, that would be no fun either. But it's truly maybe saying, hey, I'm not going to have that dessert today. Or no, I'm not going to go do that. I'm not going to do this just today. I'm not going to have meat on this Friday. To start to slowly but surely train our will to say no. Because that is part, I think, that takes us to do it. God's not going to poof and say, hey, your will's perfect. You can say no to everything. But it is ultimately up to us to start to do that within ourselves, to choose to care enough about our souls, to care enough about our life with Christ, that we want to do it. Be it a difficult journey. Be it hard to actually say no and to be rid of those sin, which is why we need God's love and mercy. Why we need His ultimate love and grace for us in the confession, in our daily lives help us along that journey to pay attention to say no to that sin because in the end he's willing to give it we have to ask we have to at least try to do something we have to care enough about our souls and not just say not the second sorry that i talked about was kind of just like sorry a more truly contrite heart and care enough to make that change within our souls and i think that's really what this whole gospel is basically about is us removing sin from our lives, to be actively repentive, to be contrite from it. Because in the end, as we hear John the Baptist even say, if we don't, we'll end up like the Sadducees and Pharisees in the unquenchable fire that is hell. So that's what I want to encourage you today, and highly, highly strongly, you didn't get anything out of my homily, go to confession. Receive God's love. Receive God's mercy. Because He's always there, no matter what, to make that change starting today and for the rest of your lives.